0: of Calgary's Prospective Student Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Stransky. The University of Calgary's Prospective Student Podcast is intended for any prospective student who is hoping to learn more about the University of Calgary. In this series, we chat with key representatives from the University of Calgary community to help keep you updated and informed about all things UCalgary. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. In today's episode, we sit down with Sherry Weaver. Sherry is the Associate Dean, Undergraduate Programs, with the Haskane School of Business. Sherry is also a Senior Instructor in Operations and Supply Chain Management. Sherry, welcome to the show.
1: Hi Jeff, it's great to be here.
0: So tell us about your role at U of C. Uh,
1: For the past three years, I have been the Associate Dean of the undergraduate area. So we have uh, over 3,000 students uh, at the Haskane School of Business that are working on their undergraduate degrees. So. Uh, Sometimes I describe myself as a a principal of a a large school. Uh, My job is to handle the admissions and the recruitment, as well as ensuring that uh, the curriculum that we're following is uh, meeting our accreditation standards, that our instructors are well informed of rules and regulations, and that the students are as well.
0: Okay, so you're the principal, but you're also a teacher in operations yeah. and supply chain management. So what courses do you teach?
1: So I, um, I've i taught so many throughout the years, but right now uh, my area of focus is in business analytics. So uh, we mm. have uh, some junior level courses that uh, introduce students to business analytics. And then we also have, uh, I'm also teaching in the master's uh, certificate program this winter. So... I get to uh, play with numbers, but uh, with all different levels of students.
0: No, you've got you've got sort of a varied background um, with all these interesting experiences. You were a systems specialist at CP Rail. You were a load research engineer at Transalta. You taught junior high and high school here in Calgary. You owned a bagel shop. Which I would love to spend a lot of time talking about, but now you're also a, you're the associate dean in the Haskey School of Business, so not just the bagel shop. How have all of these experiences influenced your career? Uh,
1: it it might sound really bizarre, and I know when I list off uh, all the all the different areas, um, I a business that I've been in, in school, uh, different career paths. It might sound like a real dog's breakfast, but it actually, in my mind, makes so much sense uh, because I've been able to build on each experience. And uh, actually what I do right now is a great mixture of the business side because I really am running a business. Uh, and then I also have the teaching side with... Uh, and that comes from my education background and what do i teach i teach uh essentially engineering uh which was my background uh, to reluctant business students perhaps so uh, it all fits in together and i'm exactly i think where where i should be given all of the things that i i've done uh but i also can't imagine being where i am right now without the experiences that i've brought with me
0: so, it all comes together, and you could never have known that you would end up being an administrator absolutely.
1: If you had talked to me when I was uh, seventeen years old and heading off to university i was uh, I was going to be an astronaut I was uh, going towards aerospace engineering that was my field of study. And if you had said I was going to be a dean of a business school or associate dean, I would have, I would have told you you were absolutely crazy.
0: Anything can happen. It does. Yeah. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit more about the Haskane School of Business. Where did the name come from?
1: So the Haskane School of Business is, uh, it's a name school and it's named after, um, just a wonderful man, Dick Haskane. Uh, back in 2002, uh, Donated a, probably I think what was the largest donation at the time uh, for the University of Calgary. And we were absolutely um, ecstatic to name the school after him. Uh, not only because he is a philanthropist, uh, not only because he's got this amazing business track record and history, uh, but also the fact that he has a high level of integrity. And it just seemed like um, an honor that we could bestow upon upon our students uh, to have that Haskane name behind them. So high school
0: students looking to study business at the University of Calgary, they would be looking at the, it's the Bachelor of Commerce degree yes, program. Yes, okay.
1: it is the Bachelor of Commerce. And um, I know that some other schools uh, will often call it a BBA or a, a Bachelor of Business Administration. Uh, but it, it doesn't really matter what it's called, a BBA, uh, Bachelor of Management, Bachelor of Commerce, um, they're all essentially, um the same degrees. Okay.
0: Now, within the University of Calgary's Bachelor of Commerce program, you can specialize in, is it 16? One, yeah. of, one of 16 different areas. And students, so students choose one of those.
1: They can choose one of them, or actually they can choose none. Uh, because one of those 16 concentrations is the um, the general concentration. So for those students who don't um, want to specialize in one specific area, but want a more general background in just overall business and pick and choose uh, the the courses and the topics that they're most interested in, they can do that as well. A concentration is just six courses out of the 40 courses that they will take. Uh, as they do their Bachelor of Commerce.
0: Okay, so they can do the generalist approach and just choose the general concentration. What are some of the others, the other 15? So
1: we've got uh, cl- the classical concentrations that you'll find at most business schools, uh, such as finance, accounting, marketing, uh, a, organizational behavior, or human resources, We've got the supply chain management, we've got operations management, we've got business technology management, we've got business analytics, and I know I, I can't list them all because then I'll forget one but and somebody will be upset. Yeah, but there is but there's there's something for everybody. And, you know, there a lot of them, um, we provide the flexibility so that you can do a concentration um, if you plan things really carefully, you might be able to almost uh, have the exact same requirements for a second concentration, or what you can do is, and what I encourage students to do is look outside the faculty and find minors that they might be interested in, in addition to their, con- their concentration within their BCom.
0: Okay, so this is the question that every student wants me to ask, what's the best concentration?
1: Uh, the best concentration is the one that doesn't feel like work. Oh,
0: okay. So then, what's what's the concentration that gives a student the best chance of employment?
1: It depends. If you're really good at what you, if you're really good at what you do, there will be employment. If you're passionate about it. That translates into it. You can have a, you can have a student that's in a concentration with a really high demand, but if they don't enjoy what they're doing, then they're not going to be able to find the employment that they want. Employers are looking for students that are passionate about what they do. And so I think the, the, the biggest thing that I would tell students is find something that you really enjoy. Find something that doesn't feel like work. And that's going to be the most successful concentration for you. Okay, so
0: there's not a best program or best concentration. or there, best program or concentration there for isn't. each student.
1: Every single student has their own best concentration. Good. Okay,
0: great. Um, First-year students coming into the BCom program, they complete courses in cohorts, I know that word gets used quite a, quite a lot. What, what is a cohort?
1: Well, a cohort is probably something similar to what you would have seen uh, probably in junior high and high school, where you've got, um, if you have groups of students that are taking classes together, so they might travel from one classroom to another, and they'll see the same group of friends Now, one of the reasons why we designed the cohorts is that sometimes you'll have classes and people have heard about, you know, classes being much bigger in university, but let's say you have 200 students in your class and everybody gets mixed around every time. You might, it might be difficult to find that group of friends that you're going to study with, that you're going to um, have somebody that you can... Um, share notes with and make sure that uh, uh, you've caught everything that's gone on in the lecture. Just that extra, that study support. So what we've designed are cohorts of 60 students. So our first year students will take two business courses at least in their first year. They take one in the fall and one in the winter. And in those classes, there's approximately 60 students. And The way the cohort works that, uh, then when they go to their econ class or their math class or their stats class, um, if they look up, they should find the same 60 students scattered amongst the other 200. So that way they can, um, it'll be easier to make friends, uh, recognize friends and you'll be able to hang out with your other, uh, your other classmates uh, in your stats and econ and arts and science classes.
0: So almost by design, business students are in a what becomes a very tight-knit
1: environment. Um, Networking is, uh, we always talk about networking being so important for business and for business students. And we really think uh, you want to start on your first day, uh, whether it's orientation or your first class. And you want to start networking with the people around you. And in order to feel more comfortable to do that, I think having that uh, that familiar group of students is really helpful.
0: So you, you mentioned some of the courses. What For a first-year student in Haskane, or the Haskane School of Business, what, what are the courses that they could expect to take?
1: Well, they will take... Um, it's a combination of some business courses, uh, and then they also need to have some courses for their other core courses that in business that they'll take in second, third, fourth year. So every student needs to have uh, a first year math course in calculus. Uh, so math 249 or 265. They'll need uh, two stats courses, stat 213, and uh, step two fourteen, uh, that they'll take in their, uh, they'll split it up. Usually one in the fall, one in the winter, and then they also will need an English, and an Econ two hundred one and an Econ two hundred three. So that's microeconomics and macroeconomics. And I think if I've listed them all, I should have eight. But it's so <laughs> it's, it's a there. mix. It's yeah. so
0: there are some. Some arts courses. There are some science math and stats courses. courses through, and and then there are a couple of business courses as well. Yeah.
1: Okay. And if they haven't completed mm-hmm. some of those uh, two hundred level breadth courses from other faculties, if they don't complete them in their first year, they can still complete them in their second year, and that's not a problem. Good.
0: Okay. Uh, now, the University of Calgary is big on promoting entrepreneurial thinking across mm-hmm. many faculties, probably not least of all the okay. School of Business. How would you define entrepreneurial thinking, and what does it mean for the average business student?
1: Well, entrepreneurial thinking is a little bit different than entrepreneur, and I think most students have heard of the term entrepreneur, and some students want to be an entrepreneur, and other students, um, they want to uh, not be an entrepreneur. Uh, It isn't for everybody starting your own business. Some people want to go work in uh, corporate Calgary or corporate Canada or corporate world, and uh, they may not want to be an entrepreneur in their own business, but what we're finding is that employers really value what we call entrepreneurial thinking, that innovation. So within a large corporation, can you come up with great new ideas that haven't been thought of before. Take that idea to market within that corporation and and really add value um, to your employers. So everybody needs to have entrepreneurial thinking. Um, Not everybody needs to be an entrepreneur, but the two of them work together really well. So we have our class in entrepreneurial thinking and some people come out of that uh, feeling like they wanna be uh, an entrepreneur, and other people come out of it thinking entrepreneurially. If right. that's where right. <laughs> so they, they come out
0: with some skills. Whether they actually apply it to an entrepreneurship situation is for them to decide. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, now, the Husky School of Business is housed primarily in one location in a place called Skirfield Hall, named after another prominent Calgary businessman. Can you talk a little bit about the building itself and some of its interesting features?
1: Well, Skirfield Hall, um, considering its age, I think has aged really well. We have the one beautiful thing about Skirfield Hall is all of the the light, and we've got uh, a really a glass ceiling, and uh, everything gets uh, all the lights let in. We've got an atrium in the middle where students meet. That's where our big coffee shop is, and uh, it's a wonderful it's a a wonderful environment for meeting other people sitting down and and talking and then our our classrooms around around the outside um, of that atrium now we've got also some amazing facilities within that so we've got a finance and and trading lab that's set up so students can actually um, trade on the bloomberg machines uh, and do a lot of research there we have our own library um, Business Resource Center, we've got a Career Services Center uh, that is housed in uh, our undergraduate area, and we've got trained career advisors that are are there just to help students develop uh, their career path, whether it's coming up with a LinkedIn profile, or a resume, or perhaps applying for some of our um, co-op jobs. One of the things that we've done over the past uh, couple years is really try to improve the student study space as more and more students uh, choose to stay at Skirfield and work in groups and get their get their homework done there.
0: Okay. Now, we talked a little bit about courses. The Huskinge School of Business offers some courses that you won't likely find at other business schools. Can you share a couple of those with us?
1: Well, I think one of the most exciting courses that we have, and it's not just my word, but what students say when they come back from it, is uh, our Haskane Wilderness Retreat, where they will um, head out in the summer, out into the wilderness, and uh, they come back, changed changed people, and... Um, they really talk about the leadership skills that they've learned out there. So it's a there will be some residential component, but a lot of it is out in the wild and being in a tent and and learning how to how to lead in that sort of environment. That's very unpredictable. Um, we also um, we really rely on uh, our indigenous background as well. We've got elders that come out. Uh, as part of this program and it it really is life-changing for a lot of these students and they um, I often hear from many of them when they come back that uh, they're never going to forget the kinds of experiences and the things that they've learned out there. The other types of that's that's sort of out in the out in the wild and that's very unique to Haskane. We've got a a leadership expedition that's slightly shorter but very similar where you're really pushing yourself and your leadership skills. Uh, and we talked about entrepreneurship, but we have a mandatory or a core course in entrepreneurial thinking. And in within that course, we've got all the different student groups working, to, working really in almost a bit of a competition. If you uh, have ever seen Dragon's Den at the very end of the course, in uh, NT317, they uh, pitch their ideas, and some of those ideas are for-profit um, ideas, and then others would be for not-for-profit and and really thinking about uh, corporate social responsibility. So those teams of I think five or six students pitch those ideas and we narrow it down at the very end uh, during the RBC fast pitch competition to one team and they receive approximately $100,000 in cash and in kind to start their business. So you don't just walk away with $100,000, but if you do want to take your idea and uh, grow it into a, a real Uh, enterprise, then we've got uh, cash to help you and services.
0: So lots of opportunities on campus and in sort of the local area um, in southern Alberta. Um, But lots of students are also looking to introduce an international component to their degree. Do you have any cool study abroad opportunities?
1: We've got... We've got more opportunities than I think even our... Most of our students don't even see all the different opportunities. Um, I think probably one of the most exciting is our semester at sea. So we have... um, The Braun family has donated a scholarship for students to apply for, and they can go and spend uh, a semester at sea, which is what it sounds like. You're on a essentially a, a cruise ship uh, for an entire term that travels around the world. Uh, you have your profs on board, and uh, you have various different ports and stops along the way uh, that they integrate into the coursework, uh, but you get a full semester at sea and you come all of those are credits that you can bring back to your degree uh, which i think is just amazing the one thing that the students really comment comment on there is your way at sea uh, it might seem scary to uh, some but uh, they don't have any cell phones on that uh, on that cruise and so being away for an entire semester and really connecting with peers uh, is something that every single student that has come back from that, um, they, they really miss it when they get back to, to land here and they really talk about how deep and meaningful the relationships and the friendships are that they formed uh, at this semester at SEA. That's the first thing I hear about, but then they also talk about the really cool business subjects and the things that they learned at uh, the various different locations around the world. But I one of these days, I'm going to go as uh, a faculty member. I've told myself that over and over after I've heard their stories.
0: There's, there's certainly appeal in parking your cell phone for a semester. I <laughs> yeah, feel it,
1: that I just yeah. think it, uh, what an experience. Yeah. Um,
0: so you mentioned the RBC Fast Page mm-hmm. and sort of this Dragon's Den um element in in the ENTI course. We often hear stories in the news about Haskane students participating in competitions like the RBC Fast Pitch. There's also JDC West, uh the Harvard International Consulting Competition. Tell us a little more about those.
1: Well we've probably we've probably have more competitions than we have concentrations. So JDC West is, uh, it happens usually every January of uh, every year. It's a competition amongst all the, um, uh, I think, I shouldn't say all, approximately 16 business schools in Western Canada. And they will compete um, in a, in a variety of case competitions, which are content-based, similar to the concentration. So you'll have a finance case, you have an accounting case competition, you'll have a um, not-for-profit competition. So there's a variety of those, so students can pick and choose what they're really passionate about again. But in addition to that, uh, we really encourage some of our first and second year students that might not necessarily Be in a concentration yet, or have that that content knowledge, but they've also got a debate competition. They've got a a sports and athletics competition, Uh, so a lot of our students compete uh, athletically against uh, the various different schools. And then they've got, and I'm trying to remember what the name of the the competition is called, but I always. I think of it as a cross between Amazing Race and Fear Factor that they get these student teams to compete and so they have so much fun, it really builds school spirit. And that's um, several days long, this year it's in Vancouver and uh, I'm looking forward to going and supporting the team out there uh, because it is just so enjoyable to watch. Then we've also got the more serious case competitions, whether or not that's the Harvard International Consulting Competition, where you've got teams from all over the world that are coming in and competing there. And a lot of these case competitions, I don't know if uh, some of the students have... Ever been exposed to them but some of them are short some are long sometimes they are you get a case in the morning and you present it in the afternoon and you have you know six hours to get it all complete between receiving it and um, presenting it then you have other Uh, competitions that are more of a marathon that might last four days, and you'll start with a a small four-hour competition, maybe the next day it's another four-hour, then an eight-hour, then a 12-hour, I know of even um, 24-hour case competitions, so you get it, uh, you might get your case in the morning and you present it um, the next morning, so it's uh, always interesting to see how students do on almost no sleep but uh um, energy it, drinks and coffee yeah, a lot of it. Uh, yeah i think those i think some of those competitions are sponsored by red bull <laughs> but uh the um it, we have all different kinds and uh what we we have a case competition course even that helps prepare students that want to learn how to do these things and uh they can take that in their their second year and uh we kind of We work with students so they start off small with local competitions, learn how to do that, and build up to these giant international competitions. Uh, Several faculty members will help coach and prepare students for these. Um, This year I am coaching and preparing uh, the team that's going to Concordia for the engineering, um, engineering commerce case competition. So that's a case competition that's specifically designed for um, a combined team of engineering commerce uh, engineering students and commerce students, so usually two and two. What that's what we've done in the past, and um, we're we're really lucky because we have the new engineering. Uh, combined degree with the commerce degree here, we actually are going to take students that are doing both degrees at the same time. So we don't have to do two and two. But there's so many experiences that they can have.
0: So that that one requires that a student is in a particular type of program, but most of these are open to any Bachelor of Commerce student.
1: Oh, yes. And and when I say the engineering BCom, they could be any concentration. Um, We have one student on that team who's... um, a BCOM student, uh, but not necessarily an engineering student. So we have some combinations there. We have some case competitions um, like the JDC West, that's open up to all concentrations. And then we have some competitions uh, that we hold. We host the SCMA case competition every year, the national competition, which is the supply chain management group. So we generally have our supply chain management concentrators there. But there's no reason why some students might not be able to jump in, uh, even if they're not a concentrator.
0: Yeah, it's, it sounds like a great way for a student who knows they want to study business, but they don't know exactly what, to kind of flex some different muscles and do some different things beyond their class. And
1: that's why the JDC West competition is so great for them, because we have students that come back year after year, and they go into different teams, so they get to try each of them so, out.
0: Right. The work opportunities can often give a student a chance to test drive their chosen field. You of see students in the Bachelor of Commerce program. There's, is there a co-op internship, something like that, they can take advantage of?
1: Yeah, we, have a, we do have a co-op program. And um, I was just talking to our coordinator before I left, and I think we've got 170 applicants uh, for the program this year. And believe it or not, we all we quite often have more jobs than we know what to do with uh, for co-op work terms so the um, a lot of the co-op placements are placements that are posted for not just asking students but other students uh, at other business schools and so our students will get accepted into the co-op program usually in their second year they can apply and um, then they do three. Three work terms usually of uh, four months each. Sometimes they'll do two of eight months each. It just depends on what the employer's looking for. But uh, the classical co op work term is a, a four month term and it could be in the fall, could be in the winter, could be in the spring, summer. We, we offer courses throughout the year and so there's usually a lot of opportunity. The students aren't constrained to following a certain path where in the fall they have to take one course, and then they, they can't get that course again to the following fall. We tend to offer most of our courses every every term. We offer lots of courses in the spring, summer, and so the co-op students are able to pick up those courses if they have a fall work term, uh, then they come back to school in the winter, the spring. and. Uh, it does add, of course, because you are doing four or you're doing 12 months. It, it adds a full year to your degree. So a four-year degree would be a five-year degree then. But you can shorten things up with spring-summer.
0: The Laskin um, School of Business has produced some notable grads. Can you drop us a few names? of?
1: Well, I mean, uh, we can certainly, I think most most everybody will have heard, uh, once again, back to Dragon's Den kind of history, but Brett Wilson is one of our alumni. um, um we've produced some great mayors. Uh, Nahed Nenji is, uh, an alumni as well as Al Door. Um, has, he's gone to Haskane as well. So, uh, I can go on and on about different, uh, different alumni that we've had. Uh, whether or not they are in the field of finance or CEOs, uh, we prepare all sorts of leaders.
0: So let's talk about the front end. So getting admitted to the Huskinge School of Business, we mentioned all of those concentrations. Do students have to worry about admission requirements being different for all of the concentrations?
1: No, it's the same uh, for each concentration and in fact we encourage students not to worry about their concentration. Uh, I think it's somewhat comforting to know that we have all these options, but at the same time it can be really intimidating uh, to a high school student who 's like "You know you just finished ask asking me to choose what degree I want to do now you now I have to choose a concentration that 's not the case uh usually uh our students don 't need to really even think about their concentration t- until their third or fourth year. If they want to be an accountant, they probably want to make that decision sometime in their second second year. Uh, so that they can get all the CPA courses in that they would like, but for the most part, um, you can stay as a general, you know register as a general and stay as a general for your first two years and and not really worry about it
0: so coming straight out of high school, whether it's accounting or finance or just general, it's all the same it, requirements It's
1: all the same okay. and I mean, the only thing I would suggest is mm. if you are. Um, interested in certain areas of business. Some some areas are more quantitative uh, and some are more qualitative than others, right? So um, it's not to say that you don't need to have some good quant skills across the board for business, but if you're a, a finance student, then you probably want to make sure that you've got some, uh, some math, good math behind you. You might want to take your Math 31 um, and just get a head start. And then also, if you're really thinking of business analytics and technology, then maybe a high school computer science course would be good, but you don't need those. Um, You don't need to have Math 31 in order to get into business school or finance, and you don't need to have computer science. So we're just looking for some strong academics and uh, some breadth. And from there, then we'll teach you what you need to know.
0: Good. I'm just going to quickly touch on scholarships. Is is there anything specifically geared towards business students in terms of financial aid?
1: Yeah, we've um, we've started to really amass some some great scholarships uh, for students. There's always um, entrance scholarships, and we've always had quite a few of those for our top students that are in the the mid 90s or or so. Um, I encourage all students to apply uh, for the scholarships because you never know what's going to happen. We do you the one scholarship you would hate to miss out on is the Ina Lee scholarships, and there we're looking at uh, four years at uh, twenty thousand dollars, and uh, you would hate to miss out on that just because you didn't apply in time or uh, you forgot to make that application, but. Those uh, we've, we're attracting some really top-level students across the country with some of these scholarships, and I think that's important. Okay.
0: Um, we've covered a lot. Is there is there anything else that people need to know about the Haskane School of Business?
1: Well, I think the one thing that a lot of people might not know about the Haskane School of Business is that it's – um, if, if you take a look at all the other business schools, uh, that you could be looking at in Calgary's or in southern Alberta, we're the only one that, that has a, a graduate program as well. So we're looking at not just preparing, uh, BCOM students, but w- within that same building, we have MBA students. Some of them are full time. Some of them are doing evening. We have uh executive MBA students that are there as well. We have global energy MBA students starting um, starting this year. Uh, we are going to have a new master's in management program. We've got a PhD students uh which is a major part of a graduate um a graduate school and then I'm just trying to think we and we've got a lot of combined combined degrees. So, I think what I would like to encourage students to think about is, if if they are undecided, um, one of the things that I think is really cool about Haskane and the University of Calgary in general, is that you can get combined degrees. So, uh, within within five years, uh, there's a lot of combinations that you can have, and you can get two complete bachelor degrees. So, you take two four-year degrees, and you complete them in five. So to me, that seems like a really good deal. Four plus four usually means eight to me. <laughs> and that,
0: that can be a variety of fields. Bachelor yes. of Commerce and
1: Bachelor Computer of Commerce Science. and Computer Science. We've got Bachelor of Commerce and uh, Mathematics. We've just got a brand new one, Actuarial Science. All sorts of things. So if students have a secondary interest that um, they would like to pursue, um, I would would really um, advise them to come in, talk to us, and and see how they might be able to combine those two passions into a a combined degree.
0: So last couple of questions. If a student wants to learn more about the Bachelor of Commerce program at U of C, what do you recommend?
1: Well, um, we've got the new portal, uh, our website, um, where students can log on to UCalgary and take a look, wander through the and explore that new website. Um, If you don't want to um, just do it digitally, we've got an entire team of advisors that are more than happy to speak with students. And that can be face-to-face. And we're they're located in Skirfield Hall, and you just follow the signs to the undergraduate office. And we have walk-in uh, appointments Monday through Friday. Um, we also will answer emails uh, undergraduate at haskain.ucalgary.ca, and you can find that on the website too. And we've got a phone number, so students can choose whatever way they would like to communicate with us. Um, but I always recommend, you know, it, it's we. We're friendly. We don't bite. Um, so, you know, pick up the phone or the email and, and ask, us a, ask us a question. Um, it's probably going to be a little bit more reliable than Reddit. So that's what I would recommend.
0: You talked a little bit about this really interesting journey you've had since you were a student yourself. So given your eclectic background, what is one piece of advice you would give to a student heading to the University of Calgary?
1: This is truly the piece of advice that I give so many students when I'm sitting down and talking to them and they're stressed out and they're anxious about the decisions that they have before them. The one thing that I always tell students is that I had no idea what job, what career I was going to go into. And it's going to be even more so in the future, because the jobs of the future don't even exist anymore, or at this point, I should say, so the jobs of the future don't exist. So you can't plan for that. So just take it easy on yourself. Um, follow the path that you you enjoy, and you will find uh, the career pathway that is going to going to be the best one for you. So don't uh, don't worry about planning the next. Thirty years in front of you. Plan for the next two, three years, and then you, you'll reevaluate at all times. Who knows? In three, four years, you know what the what the job market's going to look like. Whether or not there's going to be major impacts from AI or blockchain, uh, new technologies coming through. We have no idea. So keep flexible and just be keep resilient and don't plan too far ahead, unless that's something that really gives you a lot of comfort. But for most people, I think uh, just keeping flexible and uh, reevaluating things every few years is a a great way to go through life.
0: They're they're good words of wisdom. To wrap up on, Sherry Weaver is an Associate Dean and Professor in the Haskane School of Business. Sherry, thanks so much for speaking with us today.
1: Thanks, Jeff. It's been uh, wonderful to be here. And uh, I'm really hoping that uh, our listeners got something out of that.
0: This concludes the seventh episode of the University of Calgary's Prospective Student Podcast. If you would like to learn more about the University of Calgary, check out www.ucalgary.ca forward slash future hyphen students. And be sure to visit the contacts and help page where you can connect with the student recruitment advisor who supports students in your city or region. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. And remember, Go Dinos!
1: Go Dinos!